Baruch Hashem, we have we have a, a new era Shabbos. Carlo Chaver here last few weeks, and 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 the uh, sponsor for the learning this morning is being is is Leilu Nishmas Chanabela Efrat Bas Moshe Hashem Shavneliyim Shavnei Simcha Naches Me'atavad Olam. So the final installment before we go on to see if base in order to try to strengthen our connection to the Yisod of the entire Sefer that we're doing, Eretz Chayfetz, and all of our future learning regarding Kedusha Eretz Yisrael. I mentioned last week that there was an exchange, a fascinating exchange of letters between Tzadikim between Rav Cook and and four of the greatest Hasidic Rebbe's in Poland at that time. I only mentioned three last week. There's a fourth that I forgot about Zina Rebbe. Four of the greatest Rebbe's at that time in the world. Regarding the issue of Karen HaKayem at Yisrael, I mentioned this last week, and the reason I wanted to learn the letters with you, which we'll be able to do relatively quickly today, because it shows how it shows how Rav Cook's ideas, his thoughts, his way of looking at the zaman, the time of the tchia that arrived in Eretz Yisrael, which filled his entire existence, wasn't just a matter of of Torah. It was bepoa. It was something which was very, very much lemaisit and affected everything he did in terms of his policies regarding Yishuv Haaretz. And to see the contrast between Rav Cook's, Rav Cook's vision of HSL and that of great, great people, and the different, but it was different, just different. We've been learning, we've been learning about the two levels, the two layers of our attachment to Eretz Yisrael. That there's that attachment where there's a Kesher Chitzoni. And Kesher Chitzoni means, even in Ruchni, as we learned, it means that there's a place, thank God we have a place for, us, for our people to live, to be able to be safe. Halavai, we should be safe. Away from our enemies, Halavai, our enemies should be away from us. And a place where we could have our own economy, we could have our, our own our own banks and our own and our own groceries, and to live a healthy, full Jewish life with all the mitzvahs of Hashem, etc. And even a ruchni is to have yeshivas and kumis of tyrant, to have access to kumis hakadoshim and kivet tzadikim and so on. All of that is part of the kesher chitzoni, which itself is. Is extraordinary. It's, it itself is, is is an ace, but then there's the kesha pnimi, the kesha atzmi, the kesha atzmi is that it's not a kesha l'shem mashu acher for the purpose of it's a kesha f- for the purpose of the kesha, a kesha atzmi, a kinyan atzmi, kinyan pnimi also. Sh- the last two afternoons on Shabbos, I was talking about that as well. And 
this difference between between Rav Kook and the Tzadikim, which was very respectful, but a very big difference, brings out in a very clear way these two ways of looking at Eretz Because one might think that we're talking about a religious way and a non-religious way. It's not true. Within, within Klai Yisrael, there are tzaddikim, great people, that didn't look at things with Rav Kook's eyes. And that's still the problem today. So let's take a look at the letter that, that was written to Rav Kook and the response of Rav Kook. So you have where it says Kuf Chav Gimel. That's the first side letter where it says letter Kuf Chav Gimel. This is, these are printed in the Sefer Igros Laray. These are letters that we have that from Rav Kook's, from Rav Kook's uh, collection of letters that were sent to him and some that we have also both sides, not all. So you have Kuf Chav Gimel, letter Kuf Chav Gimel. So it was written actually in Macheshvan and it was sent from it was sent from Warsaw to Rav Kook. Kvaidi didenu harava gainam before some Isha Eskolas of Hulu. Kvaid Satiros and Rainer Rav Mitzvah Koin Kook Shlita. Rav Roshibi Yushalayim Yakredish Tivana Viti Koinin Vimhem Yemenu Amen. Kasha Shamanu so just to remind you of the tzaddikim who wrote this letter, you can see at the end of the letter, the names, for those of you who are, who are uh, familiar with, with Chesidus, and particularly Chesidus in Poland before the Muhammad, these are names that, uh, these were the, 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 the biggest, biggest tzaddikim in the world. Avram Mordechai Alter, that's, a, that's who? That's the gay rabbi, that's the Emirates. A cotton Mary Yechil Halevi Ostrovtsa, the Ostrovtsa. Mordechai Yosef Elazar Liner, that's the Razina Rabbi. And Alta Yisrael Shimon Miminsk is the Novominsky Rabbi. And the letter was sent from from Warsaw to Rav Kook. Kasher Shamanu Kikvayd Ga'ayna Shayichya. We have heard Kikvayd Ga'ayna means that the covet of great genius. They're writing to Rav Kook. Sheyichya. This, this sefer has uh, hundreds of letters that for those people who, who, who have problems uh, with, with Rav Kook's reputation, so the, the letters here are from the uh, from Rizkarov, from the Chazanish, and, and from all the Lifesha Tzadikim, and Svadish Tzadikim, and so on. And you see just the way that they wrote to Rav Kook and spoke to Rav Kook. So I once had this conversation with somebody who this was a, an, a, an upsetting conversation I had um, outside the mikvah in Farakaway around 20 years ago, <laughs> maybe 25 years ago. I was on my way out, and I felt afterwards I've got to go back in. I should have titled again. <laughs> but it was some like guy that considered himself to be like in the yeshivish mode, or zone, as they say nowadays. And... and uh, and he was saying, is it, is it, is it Taka true that you, that you teach of curriculum? So, so I said, yes, it's true. It's true. It's chatoy, you know, it's true. So he said, yeah, but the G'daylum hold, it's, it's also, you know. The G'daylum hold, it's also to learn of Kuk, to teach of Kuk. 
<coughs> so I said, G'daylam, hold. So I said, you know, if you'd like, you can come by and I'll, and I'll lend you the sefer, these igras, the letters from the G'daylam. So Chassidosh, Svadosh, So he said those letters, he said, the letters that are written, because they speak of him as being the Pe'er Hador, the Gadol Hador, the letters that are written is because they needed favors from Rav Kook. So they, they had to, they had to, um, so I said, you know what you just said about the, about the Biskarov and about the Chaznish, that they're, that they're machnifim. That's a very serious accusation to make against people whose entire lives were, Kedusha and Tahara and Emes. To say that the that the Chazanish that the Vizkarov would be machnif, because and besides that the letters are not the Tavis, but there are many of them that are that, that they needed Rav Kook, they asked Rav Kook to help with this and help with that. So he, this this sefer clears up a lot of that for those who are seeking the truth. The Karen Hayesod. That's two streets from Rechavi right there. Right? So, so, the Tzaddikim are writing to Rav Kook that we heard, we heard that you are upset, that you are against our view regarding, that we are against helping the Kupa, the agency, the, the uh, Tzaddik agency of Karen Kayemet and Karen Hayesod. When we heard that you were upset that we are telling people not to contribute to these tzedakahs of Karen Kayemet and Karen Hayesod and not to keep their pushkas and not to give money to them and so on. So the tzedakim are explaining, they want to explain to Rav Kook why is it that they're against the Karen Hayemet and why they believe that he should also be opposed to it. And they write, We agree, of course, with you, that we want to establish the Yeshua of Eretz Yisrael. We want to rebuild the land, and we want to resettle the land. But we want that it should be that it should be on the foundation of Torah, on the foundation of Halacha. However, the money that is being collected here in Poland and everywhere in Golis, the money that's being collected for these for these uh, uh, foundations, for Ken Kayemet and Ken Yesod, Das Rubam Kekulam the, uh, the 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 thought that almost everybody has the contri- that the cri- contributors have even the non-religious even the secular Jews here in Poland who are, to, who are contributing to Kerna Kermit and Kerna Yesod the machshava that they have is even the non-religious Jews. They associate Eretz Yisrael with, and the binyan of Eretz Yisrael with kedusha, with with holiness. So even the non-religious Jews, remember, the non-religious Jews then were not the same as people who are totally detached now. They they grew up, they grew up in that world, and and even though they might not be religious, but 
their their dream of Yushalayim, of Eretz Yisrael, is, is, is the dream of all of Am Yisrael. And that, that, that the Yishuv of Eretz Yisrael is being built is being built upon the Yisod of, of Halacha, and, by, and, and to serve the needs of, of Kedusha Yisrael. In order to build up, to build up Yiddishkeit in Eretz Yisrael. However, by supporting the support that comes rather from the money that is collected from these kupos, it's helping not only there are religious settlements that are being helped, but a significant percentage of not the majority of the money is being used by Jews who are Oyve Aver, people, Jews who are Mechal Shabbos, who are building Yishuvim, who are building cities and Yishuvim, where Halach is not kept. Not only that it's not kept, but there's a Keneget, there's an Umechal Hadat Jews who are Mechalal Yiddishkeit, that they that they that they go against Yiddishkeit in public. And there's no there's no religious person at the at the head of these Mosdos. The, the Mosdos, these institutions of the Karen Hakemet and Karen Hayasod are run completely by secular people. There's no religious people at the head of these Mosdos. She has Giach, she has Siyur, Rakhl Mishpachas, Achenibane Yisrael, Shemhadat. There's nobody in charge, there's no religious person in charge of these agencies to see to it that the money would be distributed, that the money uh, would, should be distributed only to Jews who are Shemi Mitzvahs, the Jews who are Orthodox. Mali Umnus, Jews who are working, Vavoda, Misham Jews who are working and uh, desperately, are desperately in need of funds to, to uh, survive, who are Shemi who are observant of Mitzvahs. So that Siddiquim write that this could be a serious issue of misleading the public here in Poland. Because the typical Jew in Poland, certainly religious and even non-religious, they think this is all to build up Yiddishkeit. And, and it's not true. So it could be that there is a uh, misrepresentation that's taking place, and that's Gezel Harabim. On a certain level, it's like stealing from from uninformed, innocent people, that they're, they're giving money for organizations that are secular organizations that are using the money largely for, to build up secular places. Milvat, aside from that, how is it possible to support those who are mechal kol those who those who disgrace, or mechal, who who go against kol kodshev neisel everything that that we that we hold as being holy. Lachain therefore, mevakshim anachnu gam es kvayd ga'aynai. Therefore, we ask of of you, Rav Cook, sheyichi shav a long life, ki gam hu yamayd beperitz that you too should stand with us, beperitz to block this, in other words, to to stand it. I don't know what's going on. This somebody's coffee is ready. <laughs> to stand against to stand against this parrot, this breach in Klai Yisrael, this terrible 
breach, this parrots. The Sarkeng Gidrashalam and to repair the fence of the world, to uphold Tarimitsus, to uphold Shmir Samitsus. Ula Oire Aldvarenu, Hanamaram be Emis Mikarev life, and to Bimaira to awaken others regarding what we're writing. Everything that we're saying comes beemis, of course it does, in a truthful way, mikarev lay from the depths of our hearts. That the money that money should be collected only for the purpose of helping those religious settlements in Yisrael. So that this can increase the covet of Hashem and the covet of Am Yisrael by building and strengthening the religious Yishuvim. And we are certain and we trust we trust that, with God's help, that the schus of all the learning that Jews do and the mitzvahs that we keep, that will be zayicha for the time of Veshavu Banim Lagulam, that all Jewish children should be zayicha to return to Eretz Yisrael. Okay, the Gerebi, the Ostertzer, the Radzina, and the Novominsker. And here's the, and, and you have a little bit, a little bit, a drop of biography about each one underneath there. And Kuf Chavdal is of Cook's response. Now, this is the letter that we have that he wrote back to the tzaddikim. There's, an, there's, an, there's another letter in the Igris that's printed in Rav Cook's letters that was written to a private person regarding this matter, also of Karen Kayyem. I don't want to take so much time, we're just going to do this one. So if Cook writes back from Yerushalayim, to my beloved friends, to the great Ga'inim and Chasidim, the leaders of the multitudes of the Jewish people, and, and the Adonomitzki Rebbe. Your holy letter reached me. And First of all, I want to tell you, you wrote that you heard that I'm Misraim. A terumas is a strong word. It doesn't mean a terumas. A taina means a terumas is not just a taina, it's just. It's a strong taina. So you wrote that I that you had heard that I have a strong taina against your against what you what you uh, what you're doing. But I have a strong taina. So if Cook says, first of all, Khalilili, God forbid, that I would have a, a taina and the holy midas shagadali hadar of the leaders of the generation should come out of Yisrael that they should be more like you in in Klai Yisrael. Vanikishani me. But I must tell you, Anik Shani Latsmi, Machzi, he gets right down to business after that. Anik Shani Latsmi, I must tell you that as far as I'm concerned, what I believe, Machzi, the mitzvah Gadol, will call yourself. I believe it's a great mitzvah. For all Jews, Lisnadev Bad Karnak Ahmed, to contribute to Karnak Ahmed. Vimnei Shagula Sakarka Miyad Nochrim, 
Because first and foremost, what this uh, organization, what this agency, the Ken Kayemet, is doing is redeeming land, miyad nachum, is buying land from the Goyim. Gula Sakarka, the redemption of Eretz of land, of property in Eretz miyad nachum. Laviyam l'rishus Yisrael be'eretz ha'kadosha. To transfer, to buy property in Eretz to bring it into the rishus, into the domain of Yisrael, of Jews. Be'eretz ha'kadosha, in our land. Hu poshed, it's obvious, shehi mitzvah rabba. So this, this buying of land and restoring land back to Jewish owners, to the true owners, to Am Yisrael, Rav Kook says, to me it's Pashat, she mitzvah rabba. It's a tremendous mitzvah. And all Jews everywhere in the world have to do their best to help, to contribute towards this cause of redeeming Eretz Yisrael. Vim Yisrabu Karnas Kehla. And if there will be more, he says, not only am I not against this, uh, this but Halavai says there should be more Karnas Kehla. There should be more such agencies. And if there will be more, Mitzvah Lazalakulam would be a mitzvah to help all of them. Because of our many sins, the vast majority of Eretz Yisrael is in the hands of strangers, of Goyim. And our eyes see this and are filled with longing all day long, meaning we are, our eyes are filled with longing, looking at, at, at land in Eretz Yisrael that's in the hands of Goyim and we can't have it back. We can't afford to buy it back. I'll call Amma Vitefach Shal Eretz Akadosha. Our eyes are filled with longing for every Amma and every inch, every foot, every inch of Eretz Akadosha. Hashvui that is held captive be they benechar in the hands of Goyim. Umuvan Hadover. And it is understood. Shabbes Ba Tur. There's no question that once we're able to acquire, once we're able to get back all of our our property, once we're able to get it back, of course I agree that that we have to we have to try with all of our strength. That all of the settlements, to the best of our ability, should be should be um, according to Torah mitzvahs. We'll do our best, and of course, that's what Rav Cook spent his life doing. From the from the moment he got there, and he was Rav and Yafo, that's what he was doing. Of course, he says, "I agree. I agree a hundred percent that we that when we have these places back, that we have to do whatever we can to turn them around and to be makarv our brothers and sisters and to make them into places where." Halacha is being kept properly with Shabbos and Kashus and Chumas and Meisus and Shemitah, of course. He agrees. He says, I agree with all of that. However, right now, we're not at that stage yet, he said. The vast majority of our cells by Goyim. So where we are now is our Shabbos right now is we're busy Trying to try to get this land out of the hands of Goyim, that we should have the that we should have Eretz Yisrael. 
We have to help with this. We need, there's, there's no money for that. We need money. We have to help. And the, and the Karen Kayemet and the Karen Hayesot were using the funds to primarily to buy, to buy land. That's Aleph. Omnam, however. Now, what's, what you're going to see, what's interesting here, and, it, and, and I think it's obvious why, Rav Kook does not launch into his whole vision of, of the Oros. Rav Kook does not get into, uh, into his poetry, into, the, into what he sees as the Tchia of the Jewish people and all that we're going to be learning in Eretz Chayfetz. He doesn't go into that. He doesn't go into that and it's obvious because I'm sorry because who he's speaking to oh, he's he's very very familiar with Polish Jewry he had great love and respect for it but he understood that this was not what he should be talking about to these tzaddikim at this time and that, that would take the letter to a different place he wanted to speak in a very very practical a very down to earth way and not to go into his whole program into, into, into the iris. He doesn't go into the iris. You asked me that I should also write a letter against Karnika Emin, Karnika the next part of the page. You're asking me that I should write a letter that Jews should only support the settlements that are that are, um, are by religious by religious Jews here in Israel. The tzaddikim didn't make any chiluk between how religious. They weren't talking about chassidim and achassidim. They just said religious. The money should be used for for religious Jews. That was what they were asking, and and they were very strong about that. It didn't make a difference to these tzaddikim whether you were chassidish or litvish or mizrahi. Or they, the ikkur is that the money should be used for religious settlements. And they asked Rav Kook to write a letter in support of that. So Rav Kook says, "You asked me to do this." What you're asking me to do is very hard. It's a nice way of saying, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> what you're asking me to do is very hard. First of all, First of all, Just, There are amongst these Jews who you don't want to support, who are not Shemitah Mitzvahs because of how many sins that they're not Shemitah Mitzvahs. They're not on the lo- they're not in the category of Jews who are not obligated to help and to and to give life and to support to give them a panasa. They're not. We're not talking about apikarsim, apikarsim, who were not, who were not uh, commanded or even allowed to take care of. He says, these Jews, most of these Jews are not like that. 
These are Jews who have come to Israel and they're working hard on the land to prepare Israel so that Jews could come from all over the world to settle here. These Jews who are not Rishoyim, they're not Shemimisus, but they're not Apikarsim, they're not heretics, they're not Minim and Apikarsim. And they're going to starve to death. He's saying we shouldn't collect money for these people. They're going to, they're going to die of starvation. If we're not going to allow them to receive money, if we're going to prevent them from receiving money, they're going to die. He meant it literally. That they're just not going to be able to survive. How could you ask me to, to write a letter to say that these non-religious Jews, that, that, we sh- that they shouldn't be supported? How could you ask me to do such a thing? How did you come to the conclusion that these are Jews who deserve to die? That's Aleph. As far as Din Tarakadosha, then he says Vashainis. Secondly, Rav Quick says, I must tell you, Shadvarm lo that even if I were to write such a letter, that the money should only be used, in other words, I should use my influence, that the money should only be used for religious settlers, lo it's going. It's not going to be listened to. It's not going to be obeyed. Because the Maimer Chazal that says even the Jew who has sinned, he's still a Jew. Who is that expression that every Jew is a Jew, that even even if he's a sinner, that's something which is so much in the mouths of the multitudes of Jews who are giving money and who are volunteering. In other words, Rav Cook disagrees and says, in all due respect, you're making it seem as if the Jews in Poland are completely oblivious to this, and they think that everybody who's getting the money in Eretz Yisrael is, is, is Shemimitsis. Rav Cook says, I, I don't agree that that's what everybody thinks. I think everybody wants to help Jews, period. And Yisrael, Yisrael, even Jews who have sinned. So if I would write a letter telling Jews not to give to non-religious Jews, I don't believe that that would be respected and it would be heard to make such a distinction, to start to make chilukim, to check the tzitzis between one person and another person who gets the money who doesn't get the money. Especially the way Jews respect and admire those Jews who are living in Israel and who are building and selling the land. All eyes of the Jewish people are turned to Eretz Yisrael and, and have a tremendous affection and love for, the, for these settlers. And also, Now here, of course, he's getting closer to the Sharish Advarim. And this was the main cause of disagreement between Rav Kook and, and many of the Gedoli Yisrael. There's a famous letter in his Igris that they read Baz from Tzvaz, from Slutsk Tzvaz. I must tell you that my way is to be Isaac, to always be preoccupied. To draw near the hearts of Jews who are far.
Shagolus Garma Hashem The only reason that they've left Torah Mitzvahs is because of the difficulties and the confusion of Golus. And I am always trying to use ropes of love and friendship and brotherhood. And by using Chevle Ahava, he's alluding to the 32nd chapter in Tanya. There's no question. There the Tanya uses such a lotion. And, and Rav Kuk knew that Tzadikim that, that he was writing to would appreciate this. They, something that was very dear to them and very close to them. To use, to reach out to Jews with ropes of love and brotherhood. And I have found that through showing them love, that many of them come back, and they come closer to holiness. Even those that don't come back, they don't get worse. If I all of a sudden become their enemy, in other words, until now, that's been my policy. And all I've been doing until now is I've been reaching out to these non-religious Jews and going out to these settlements and meeting with them and talking to them, trying to be makar of them. So he writes to the tzaddikim, could you imagine, if all of a sudden I become their enemy, I write a letter to the Jewish people, everywhere in the world I send out this big letter that says that nobody should send, give them any money to take away their parnosa, because they depend very heavily on, on, the, on the money coming from Chutzlaretz. They will become enemies as well. If I become their enemy, and I turn against them, they will become my enemy. And the enemy means, they're going to turn more against Yiddishkeit. They'll get further and further away from Yiddishkeit. How could it be? What are you, what are you suggesting? How could it be that I should cause Chasashon with my own hands? I should cause Jews to go away from Yiddishkeit? The Chutzmizah, and besides that, our eyes see. In other words, again, respectfully, I live here. And I see with my own eyes. I see with my own eyes, we could see here, that when the Yishuv of Yisrael, when Jews are, are, are owning, taking over more and more of the land, and are developing more and more of the land, even though it's true that there are many places, there are places, that are being settled by Jews who are far away from the Kedusha of the Torah. Mikol makam, nevertheless, even, this, even these settlements, he says, Hesrachibus Hazais, this expansion, Shalpulas a Yishuv, a settlement, Garma has, has brought about causes, Vigoremes Gamarshav, then and now, Shaydezeb, Boim Gamken, Yureim Charedim, Mesyashim Baritz, it makes it it makes it more doable for other Jews back where you live in Poland and in Russia for religious Jews to be able to come live here. In other words, that because these non-religious Jews are 
<coughs> cleaning up the swamps and planting and working and Eretz Yisrael is developing, so it'll be more it'll be more hospitable a place for Jews to come. More and more from Jews should come. Other Abba. That's what Kuk is saying. Other Abba. So come. So these are people who are not sitting in yeshiva. So these are people who walk around without their talus cotton on. And they take their shirts off also. And they're busy working. It's not so much the mahalach that we're used to in Gullis. We're, that's not the usual hanhaga of Jews. So these Jews who are working the land, they're not religious, but because of them, religious Jews will be able to come live here. The religious Jews can come and live here. It makes it more inviting, and it makes it something which is feasible. So that those, if more religious Jews will come, because it's being developed, so then more religious can come, and then, and then they'll be able to keep the Kedush of Tahara, they'll be able to keep in holiness the mitzvahs of Eretz Yisrael. And not only that, there are many places, he says, in Israel. Well, you push it, you couldn't go. You couldn't even go there. <coughs> because of scorpions, snakes and scorpions. Of course, he's alluding not only to snakes and scorpions, he also means the ones with two legs. That you couldn't even go there. Jews weren't safe going in those places. And on a very practical level, you couldn't even live in those places because of the because of the danger of the swamps and the poison and and, and, and the 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 uh, the matzah was was one that was impossible to, to live. It's impossible to live there. Because of all of the years that Eretzisol was left desolate and churban. In the hands of our enemies, the land became filled with, with, with all kinds of things like this. That it's not inhabitable. I mean, let's face it, that's not the typical thing that Yeshiva Baruchim are going to do. And because of the thieves, the, 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 the robbers, the thieves, who are waiting in these desolate places, for any Jews that go by to, to, to attack them. So, all of these things, all of these problems, just push it in the, the physical landscape, have made it very difficult for religious Jews, any Jews, but religious Jews especially, to come here. So you're telling, you're, t- you're writing to me that you want the land to be settled by from people. But the land is being developed by, by Jews, uh, many Jews who are not from. But because of that, the land is becoming, <coughs> is becoming a place, Eretz is becoming a place, it's being restored to its beauty and its health so that Jews, religious Jews, would be able to come and settle here. Now we've already gone way past the swamps. Every religious publication now is filled with advertisements for spectacular 
dears and houses in Eretz Yisrael. I lived in Eretz Yisrael many years. I don't recall ever seeing such places like they show in these advertisements. Most of them are artist renditions. We'll, we'll see what we'll see Lamaisa what turns out. But <clears throat> and who are they who are they reaching out to? They're reaching out to from people. Most for, the, for many many years, most of the Jews who, who go to, back who go in Aliyah are religious Jews. Are religious Jews. The pioneering spirit of the days of the Chalutzim by non-religious Jews, unfortunately, is mostly is mostly finished. So the the, the only ones who are who are returning are those who have, who feel a shaykh as a kesha, the religious people. So. Uh, those are the apartments, those are the homes that are being made. You know, make sure that there's a room, place for it to build a sukkah and two sinks and so on. So, of course, says, and now because of these, the great undertaking, the work that's being done by the chalutzim, by these pioneers. The snakes and the scorpions have been destroyed. And the place where it's a danger to live because of the because of uh, malaria, the, all the stuff, the sicknesses that from the swamps. Now healthy, good places where you could live. And we're driving out. These shaitan, these 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 uh, dangerous, violent uh, Arabs who are who are terrorizing Jews who come to these abandoned places in Eretz Israel. These goyim are being driven out. And therefore, a Jew who wants to walk now in Eretz Israel can walk safely. So, Rav Kook says. This is the Hashgacha. What's happening is that because of the actions of Kalei Oilam, meaning of Jews who are not religious, Kalei Oilam, of non-religious people, Yoyit says, Gam kein Yisrael. There comes out a tremendous toiver for kosher Jews, with Shoyim Reidat, the Jews who observe Torah Mitzvahs, Shoyim Reidat with Torah, Sheyuchlul Lisyashu Bejasol, that they can now come and to settle in Eretz Yisrael. Now you're asking me that I should write a letter and I should persecute these people. I should go against, I should turn against these people that are, that are bringing about a tremendous toiva for the entire settlement of the land. That the main basis or the foundation upon which religious Jews should be able to come and to live safely in Israel is being prepared by these non-religious people. Okay, therefore, therefore my opinion is my opinion is that we should we should not do anything to be, to stop any Jew from being involved in this great mitzvah of settling and building the land. What we need to do, and he was giving a to the tzaddikim, instead of instead of worrying about how to stop 
the flow of funds to non-religious Jews who are building the Yishuv, why don't we look at things the other way? Why don't we try to strengthen the hands of the religious Jews in Poland? And to strengthen their hearts, that they should quickly come here to Israel. If you want to work on something, he writes to the tzaddikim, why, why don't you work on that? Instead of stopping the non-religious Jews in the, from working the land, why don't you, why don't you, as, that's why he begins with Rosh Alpha Yisrael, you are the most influential Jews in all of Poland. They were. The most powerful and influential Jews in all of Poland. I mentioned to you, that's why Epshaila Shapiro, who was related to every rabbi in Poland, practically, that's, that's why when he came to Israel, that's all Rav Cook spoke to him about. If tried to do something, to, to go back and to reach out to the, to the, to the tzaddikim in Poland, because Rav Cook knew full well that the vast majority of Polish Jews were Hasidim. And the Hasidim listened to the Rebbe. And Rav Kook was very broken and disappointed by the lack of cooperation. He sent Rav Tzvi Yehuda back to Chutzlaris to work on that as well. But who could be more effective than the tzaddikim themselves? So he said, if anything... That's the Avodah now. To strengthen the hearts of the Jews in Poland, they should quickly come here. And to bring all their possessions and all their money with them. With all that they have. It wasn't so much. But, but, it, but it was much more than anybody had in Israel, for sure, much more. And there were some, there were some, very few, but there were some wealthy Jews. <coughs> Encourage people to come here, to settle the land and to build the land. If you want to see Eretz that Eretz should be a place where the mitzvahs are being kept, and, and Kedusha's Eretz is respected, and Trumas and Maises are being taken off, and so on, and Shemitah is being kept, then, then send your oilam over here, then come, come here. This is not a long time before the Holocaust. <clears throat> and to come here and to relate to the rest, those of all of the Jews who are settling the land, in a way of pleasantness. In other words, to the non-religious Jews, to come here and to have good relations with the non-religious Jews. To give them hadrochah. Could you imagine, in other words, Kuk is saying, if people like you, if tzaddikim like you, come here with other rabbis, and you come here with the chassidim, then you'll be able to give, you'll be able to help these non-religious Jews and to inspire them with words of peace. Because it was Rav Kuk, like against the world over there in those days. So if you would come here, and again, he knew, Rav Kuk understood that this resonates with chassidish rabbis and tzaddikim. And the greatest supporters of the yeshuv were the Chassidish Rebbe's in, in Europe. And you could, other Rebbe, if you come here, you'll be able to carve all of these Jews to Yeres Hashem. You'll turn the whole country around. 
was such an opportunity. Now it's so much harder because they're already, it's already a few generations later and the non-religious Jews are like, are much, they're much harder. They're much harder because so much time has passed. But the people who were there at that time, all their parents were from. They grew up in, they grew up in, in from homes, in Chesedisha homes. So it's just, you can imagine if the gay rabbi comes over here. I mean, he went many times, the gay rabbi. But if the gay rabbi would come here with the chesedim, now and give chizik to these non-religious Jews, and of course to the religious Jews as well. These are people who respected tzaddikim. I mean, they 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 fought against the religion, but they still had their heritage for rabbis. You know, they came from that. <coughs> then truthfully, kvod shemayim would be increased. Kvod shemayim would be increased. Kvod and she is in the covet of the Jewish people. Because your holiness is, you want the same thing. That's what you want. Covet Shemaim and Covet Yisrael, we all agree. With all of your hearts, that's what you want. With all of your pure souls, I know that that's, that's what you want. And I conclude and sign with the hope of, uh, of redemption coming soon. only seeks what's good for you and all that's good for the Jewish people from Mahar Kaddish from Yerushalayim. Yeah, I only have a minute, I'm six, so I have to go somewhere. Was Rav Cook successful in bringing any of these tzaddikim no. to see the third show? No. no. It, was, uh, it was very disappointed. It was very disappointing. It was unsuccessful. Yes. We're not we're not going to go into that right now. There is, of course, sh- there is a sheet like that, but we're not going into that right now. The Indian of Kate's Magul and how that works. The Iker is uh, the point that I that I want to one second, please. The the point that I want to bring out by by learning this by learning these letters together, which I think. I think that it would be kedai for you to take home to share with the chaver at home Shabbos. Everything that 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 Rav Kook says is, but but this is very something something very practical and straightforward. The point to bring out is that the tzaddikim the tzaddikim loved Jews as much as Rav Kook. The, 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 we're not talking here about a couple of rabbis. You understand that? This these are these are big 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 great tzaddikim. They loved Jews. They loved Am Yisrael. They loved Eretz Yisrael. They, they they were on fire with everything that Rav Kook was on fire. You know when Yeshua and Kalev came back with the rest of the Meraglim, so the Meraglim, they were also big, big tzaddikim. Anoshim. Rashi says, they were gedon, they were chashuvim, the leaders of the Jewish people. And they saw Eretz Yisrael, and they looked at it from a distance. They didn't see it the way that they should have. And they brought back a bad report. Only Yeshua and Kalev said, what? Taivarot's ma'od ma'od. The land is very, very good. And I was thinking, why, why is it necessary to say twice? I think there are explanations. Why did they say, Taivarot's ma'od ma'od? Very, very. But maybe we can now understand, according to what we're learning from Avkuk, that there are two levels to Kudushas Yisrael. There are some Jews who they can see it only ma'od. And there are other Jews who are able to see Taivarot's ma'od ma'od. Not only the Kesher Achitzani, but the Kesher Hapnimi. 
And it's possible even for the greatest, greatest people. That's what Rav Kook was crying about. For even the greatest tzaddikim, again, we're, we're, we're dirt under their feet. And, not, and, not, and, and Rav Kook loved them and respected them. And we're not, we're not worthy to, to, to say a word. Ki'ilu, we understand things that they don't understand. But there was part of the hast upon him. And, and, and we're not chalila, a word against tzaddikim. But Rav Kook was saying, is that Toivar it's Ma'od Ma'od. There are two levels of there's there's Ertisrael on the outside and there's Ertisrael Be'etzim. There are Jews on the outside and there are Jews Be'etzim. And right now, Rav Kook is saying there is something that is not on the outside the way that it should be. I agree with you. But the land is Tovar it's Ma'od Ma'od. And it says in Pekavos, Ma'od, Ma'od, every Jew have a Ruach, very, very. There's a Midah of Ma'od, but there's Ma'od, Ma'od. Rav Kook was somebody that saw Ma'od, Ma'od in every Jew, and Ma'od, Ma'od in Ejisrael. And that was the Shidduch that he wanted to make. He was very heartbroken that he wasn't able to be successful in that. That was the disappointment of his life, that he wasn't able to be successful in bringing that about. It was obviously a Hashgacha Pratis, and it was part of the Hestapanim, that we don't understand because the Jews of Poland, we know what happened to the Jews of Poland. And, and I'll, pee, I'll pee the Teva that Rav Kook was talking about, the Teva Hadvarim, it didn't have to happen in such a way. But that wasn't Hashgach. And even though it, it, it makes so much sense to us from the perspective of Tavshin and Vav, there is such an Indian that there's a Hestapanim in it. And, and with all the love between the tzaddikim and with all of the love that they had for Jews and Israel, we don't understand this term, Hashem, why the Hashgach was in such a way. But that was the Hashgach Hashem. That time is already over. So Hashem should help us that we should see Kitov Ma'od Ma'od.